When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. are listening to Comes a Time with O'Teal Burbridge and Mike Fenoya. If you're digging the podcast, do these guys a favor and review and subscribe. It means a lot. Be sure to follow the pod on social media, YouTube, and if you're joining for bonus episodes and exclusive content, go to patreon.com forward slash comes a time pod and get on the bus. And now here's Mike and O'Teal. Welcome back to another episode of Comes a Time. That's O'Teal. And that is Mike, who we got today, Bubba. Bubba, today we have our friend Karina Reichman, the very talented, the very happy, the very inspirational, always making me light up. She's like the sun, dude. She's the sun after a uh, stormy day, isn't she? Like she even looks like the sun somehow. The uh, the always foundationally calm, yeah. Always foundationally calm. Even while calm. being excited, for Christ's sake, yes, she's doing great. <laughs> You're jealous. <laughs> I oh, I'm furious. I love her, but I'm also like, God damn it! <laughs> if I, I could wanna... just feel that for one day, <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna see me one day at one of her shows, like clipping a little bit of her hair and just eating it. Be like, let's see if some of that calm can get in my. But now she's the best. I love her so much. Um, and I'm so happy for Me her. Too. And she's 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 just killing it. Her new album, Joyride's coming out. It's out. It's out. Directed by Trey Anastasia. Today? It comes out today? Well, we're gonna be releasing this probably not. Oh, yeah, when it yeah. Co- exactly. By the time um, it comes out, it'll be out. Yeah. Her album's out, Joyride. Awesome. Everybody check it out. It's uh it's it's everywhere. It's fantastic. It was produced by Trey. And he plays on the album and man, I love her. She's just so cool to, I I love that. She's such a fan. She's like a consummate, like music just is in her and flowing from her and she can't get enough in and she likes all genres and she's just, you know, she's crushing it. So we're thrilled for her. I really liked it. uh, Congrats. I, I love that. She, as I see with other young people are really, doing better versions of us, you know, going yeah. forward. Yeah. Not skipping the drugs, skipping the alcohol, skipping the insanity. Yeah. It's insane enough. Yeah. Like, you know, and it's it's a beautiful thing to see uh to see it just get done better. Yeah. How I did I, it. Yeah. And O'Teal, I think you just came up with another t shirt for us. Skip the insanity, not stop the insanity. <laughs> Skip the skip. insanity. I like yeah, it. Just yeah. skip. It. I like that's that a too. good message. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> that and that's the one you wear the yes hat for, <laughs> not the no hat. Flip it. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> that's so funny. 
open closed. That's a good idea. Yeah, no on the front, and then yeah. on the back it says yeah. So you can. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> to, oh, I love and that. And then if somebody's being a jerk, you just turn just your flip head. It. Where nope. it says no. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. That's oh, fun. And we got maybe on the side, so you can. All right. <laughs> just have the comes with time logo on the side. Just... <laughs> yeah, perfect. Perfect. Well, Karina, congrats. You're the best. Keep it up. And everyone, yeah. thanks so much for listening. Support Karina. Go check out her album, Joyride. Stream it, share it. And if you're liking our pod, stream it, share it, subscribe, review. Like. It doesn't cost anything, it helps a ton. And uh, join us on patreon.com forward slash comes a time pod for bonus episodes. And uh, we got a bunch of fun surprises for all you bus riders. So uh, head on over and enjoy. Enjoy the podcast and uh, skip the insanity, people. <laughs>
everyone. Look at that smiling face. It's so great to see you. Better to see you. Thanks so much for having me. This is a delight. It's always a delight to chop it up with the two of you. Come on. It's, uh, <laughs> thanks for having me back. This is so, so wonderful. Things are going so good for Excellent. you, and I'm so happy. Oh, thanks. Pat. Me too. It's all a, mir- a miracle, a miraculous, just crazy time to be alive. <laughs> Yeah, we were just talking about uh, I asked Karina, I was like, so did you get a chance to see any of the fish shows? She was like, yeah, all of them. Yeah, all <laughs> of them. I'm so proud of her. I texted yeah. her, I'm like, which ones you going to? Let's meet up. And she's like, all of them, dude. What do you mean? Which ones? <laughs> you know, yeah. it's uh, it was a rare and spectacular, you know, just like to actually be at home, meaning in New York and not have gigs during those like just at that specific amount of time i was like well what am i gonna do watch tv like fuck come on like you know that's uh i'm, yeah. I'm going yeah and live walking i, I, I live walking to... distance you know it's like ridiculous it's too easy it's just too easy so had to do it had to you do it. walked Very home good. every night that's you what you can do that's what show? you can that's do awesome. it's it's a beautiful thing, man. It's a beautiful thing. We're very, very spoiled. A lot of people are like, oh, they keep playing MSG, which I get, like, because if you don't live here, it's very expensive and shit is crazy and whatever. But, you yeah. know, from hey. my very uh, narrow, spoiled perspective, I was like, this is the best. I mean, I can, it's easy for me. So uh, I was very, very delighted. And the shows were great. And, and they uh, played, they played excellent. They had, oh, it was, yeah. I've been, uh, I've been picky. I've been kind of like, yeah, you know, they're getting older and blah, blah, blah. They <laughs> shut my ass. They shut my ass right up this tour. It was That's right. Ass. That's right. It was killer. No, it's not. And look, I'm only being, you know, I'm a curmudgeon because you know what it is too. It's just like that, like growing up, seeing them when they were, you know, I was a kid. They were <laughs> 20 years younger, 30 years younger, whatever, you know, like, sure. Who are you going to, what are you going to compare? You know, it's stupid. We all do it and it's dumb. Maybe we don't all do it. You seem to not do it, but you're weirdly calm and perfect. So. <laughs> well, well, let's not, let's not throw words like that around. Like, I well, don't know. Calm, calm or, or perfect. Oh, no, I'm definitely weird, but calm, perfect. You know, I mean, these are, these are exaggerations, but I just, I mean, I don't know. For me, it's, it's, it's just like the whole everything with that band and like where it all started for me and where it's all taken me and you know just being obsessed as a young kid and and now you know it's it's just crazy to be able to see that they're still 60 years old and just fucking absolutely murdering the game in this crazy way you know what I mean and it's just still it's so inspiring for me to watch and like I've been you know I played all these gigs last week and I feel like I brought my band do a bunch of the shows right and uh and it was really fun because you know we sort of i don't know i feel like i tapped into this thing where like you know they that band is so good at putting the audience in a trance you know and you're just like and they're so good at not like you know i i just keeping things at one level one beautiful sonic tapestry one meditative moment that doesn't accelerate quite yet and it's not getting so it's just right here and they're doing all this counterpoint and weaving in and out of like these beautiful beautiful lines and and everything and you're just like put in a trance and then they yeah. do one little thing one little thing and you're like oh uh oh oh and then they do one more they change another thing and you're like holy shit and then next thing you know 
when it gets really bombastic, you're losing your cotton pick in mind, you know? And it's just like, <laughs> it, it's a really cool thing. So I don't know. We had this great show last week, actually in Westport, Connecticut. That's near you, right, Mike? Yeah, um, not too far. Hop, skip, yeah. and a jump. Yeah. There you go. It was a hop, skip. And and I don't know, it was the first, you know, we've done so many festivals and so many opening slots and, and whatnot this whole year almost, but very few headline shows. And that all changes uh, come September where it's like all headlining but this was like a big like you know we played a two-hour show and and like got to really stretch out and it was really cool to see us kind of put into action all these sort of kind of you know and we're far from a band that sounds like fish but like it's still like there's just sort of an ethos there that's very compelling where it's like okay you know don't get impatient it's patience right you're patiently weaving the sonic tapestry and keeping it at one tempo and keeping it in one vibe until it's time to move on and bring it somewhere else. Right. And it's just like this, this journey that I was very compelled by over the course of those seven nights. So what can you say, man? I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I don't know what to tell you. It's, uh, it's still wildly inspiring. (laughs) I know as much as I try to fight it, I'm still a fan. (laughs) Have you ever gotten a chance to meet any of those guys? Oh yeah. Let me tell you. I, I know them all. I know them all. And Trey co-produced my record. Excellent. So like, you know, Trey played on her new record. Yeah. I didn't know this. Do tell. (laughs) Well, I, I, you know, I grew up uh, a friend, like I got into this in the most unorthodox way ever because I grew up, uh, you know, on the Upper West Side of Manhattan and went to school with Trey's kids in middle school. So, you know, I used to sleep over there all the time. And like, I knew them like as, you know, I was a friend of the family first, you know, and got taken in my first fish show just as, you know, hey, my dad's playing a concert at Jones Beach. Do you want to go? You know, and I was like, uh, yeah, I'd love to go. Your dad's in a band. Like, great. You know, oh, yeah, I, think <laughs> I did know that. I think I did know that. And then there I am, like on iTunes, downloading, you know, the studio versions of Bouncing Around the Room and Chalk Dust Torture. And I'm like, OK, OK. Um, and then they took me to wow. Bonnaroo the next week. And then I was, literally, you know, 15 years old, like in the practice room watching like Fish rehearse with Bruce Springsteen. And like all these crazy moments that like completely shaped me for the rest of my life. And I fell deeply in love with music there, you know, and then the rest was history. So by the time 10th grade rolls around, I'm like, uh, can we go to more of these? Like, you know, completely obsessed and, uh, and really into it. And then I joined Marco Benevento's band when I'm 21, 22 and Trey knows that. And then I like, I remember very clearly seeing Trey like backstage at SPAC around that time. And he was like, Karina, you're playing with my buddy Marco. That's amazing. Like what, you know? And it went from like, I was like a friend of family to like some sort of like musical peer or something, you know? And then, and that was amazing. And then, um, yeah. And the, the, you know, the story of how the album all came to be was at peach fest 2021. I don't know if you recall, but that was like sort of just coming out of the pandemic vibes. And of course we had a few more setbacks after that mm-hmm. with the Omicron and, all kinds of shit. But like, that was a moment where we were all seeing each other for the first time in a long time, at least for me, like there was a lot of like reuniting and stuff. And, um, and Trey and I ran into each other and hadn't seen each other since before the pandemic. And he like beelined for me and like was, he mentioned all of my songs to me by name and was just like, City Kids amazing. Like we listen to that all the time, like, you know, and this and that. And like literally had comments about all my little singles oh. that I had put out. And then, you know, was talking about like the promo videos that I was making and like all this shit. I was just like, whoa, like 
I did not know that you kept tabs like that. You know what I mean? Like, I just didn't know. And then, you know, he, he was like, uh, oh. you know, I'm going to give you the same advice that Bill Graham gave me when I was your age. And like, you know, shit like that. And I was just like, holy shit. I, I was super taken aback. I just did not see any of this coming at all. And then, and then it was like, um, he was like, hey, can we get lunch soon? Because there's a lot more of this that we should talk about. And I was like, yes, we can. And then... <laughs> and then the week after we went like we had like a three or four hour lunch where we just talked because I told him I was like working up to like a record you know and I was writing a ton and recording a ton and he was like oh shit and he's such a you know supporter of original music in this you know what I mean and not only a supporter of but a a writer of like that's his whole shtick as we know you know and so he like so prolific super oh my god like the most, like actually insane, you know? And, uh, and so long story short, what came of all of that in this little moment in July of 2021 was that he was going to give me the barn where fish had made all their, well, many of their studio records and whatnot. And Bryce Goggin, who had made many, many fish records among other incredible records. And then Trey said he would co-produce it along with Gabe, my right hand man, who I've been working with for a long time. And, uh, and he would play on it. So Trey plays on five of the nine tunes on my record and like really <laughs> reshaped all of it. So do I know the guys? Yes, I know the guys. Bit. I know a little bit. Yeah, totally. Did you say this on the podcast yeah. last time and I just have Alzheimer's? And yeah. Forgot? Ah, you, I'm yeah. you tell me. I have no wow. idea. No, you did. Said. It's okay, though. It's fine. It's fun to hear it again. I mean, it's and it's and it's so fun to watch video of like Trey in the studio playing along like first take nailing everything and like your take on his first takes and it's just wild i mean i'm you know i send you messages all the time i'm so so goddamn happy for you and you were on the news the other day you were local on the news, news baby yeah yep. that's when it's real karina that's when it's real <laughs> it brought like you know it's funny about that like it's like you know i mean i could i could tell you more about all that but like i felt like for those I was on channel seven here in New York, eyewitness news, you know, like the culture reporter, Sandy Kenyon, who's also very well known for like being in the back of the taxi cabs on taxi TV yeah. with the eyewitness <laughs> news movie minute. I've watched so that's that like, so many times. It's the best shit ever. I mean, and I was so obsessed with it <laughs> as a kid. But you know, it's funny. I feel like, you know, sometimes like, you know, people like especially like older people or people from my past like you know people who have kids my age or whatever who are like doctors and lawyers and business executives and you name it like they look at me and they're like this is a derelict you know what I mean like this is a person with a (laughs) fucked up job that's not normal and is not gonna last and she's weird and it's eccentric and strange and (laughs) whatever which is totally cool and fine I'm really okay with shouldering that it's not a big deal to me but I feel like the news piece brought this like weird legitimacy yeah people like and i was like and i'm like getting hit up by all these people who like i'm pretty sure before the news piece thought i was an absolute heathen and now they're like oh my god you're really doing it and i'm like what the <laughs> fuck dude I'm like, you were in my you. cab i saw I you know. in my cab i'm like what the hell that's what it takes to be really doing it like i'm but cool but i'm down so i don't know it's so weird what people I I, you know thanks for uh, thanks for all the support all along the way Appreciate yeah, 
Totally. Really yeah, no, good it. to see. Good to see that you're stoked. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. No, I love Channel So Pat. funny. Love the news. It's great. The minute the minute <laughs> it hits news or newspaper, you know, like you think you're a People, good yeah. you think you're a good yeah. little league baseball player, but then when the advisor says that you're a good new a good baseball player, then you're actually a good baseball player, you know. Right. Before that it was all hearsay and conjecture, <laughs> but once the guy who writes for the local paper says you're good. That's when you're really good. Yeah. yeah. Watch out. Yankees, oh, totally. Here I come. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like for all the years of like, you know, sleeping on the floor of uh, on the floor of the van and like being like, you know, it's just like and then now it's like, I don't know. It's very strange. Very strange. But I'm obviously honored and stoked. And, and you know, it's uh, it's a beautiful thing. And Sandy Kenyon has been in my life for a long time because when I was in high school, I had a band called Youth Posse. And I tweeted at Sandy Kenyon because we were all obsessed with him from the back of the cabs. And I was like, yeah. Sandy, we're making a record. Would you come and track on the record? Because we just wanted him to like give like a movie review, but like for the band, you know? <laughs> and he was like, oh my God, absolutely. I've never felt so cool in my entire life. And he like came and recorded on our record. And the whole record starts with him in his newscaster voice just saying, youth posse is the kind of music you feel down below and uh <laughs> really we all pissed our pants obviously you know so he's been a long-standing figure in my life you know and then of course for whatever reason he's just kept tabs on your girl like you know what i mean he's, and then he reached out to you know he's like karina you're coming out with your first record what better time to do a news story than right now and i was like sandy my man why are you so smart <laughs> love this guy he did a he did a story on me in 2020 that was like he was like career been pandemic pioneer you know like i just i remember pushed, that which which is very cool and very sweet and uh yeah. and now and now this three years later so very bizarre man very bizarre world is uh you know interesting on, place keeps on going man it's magic man we're gonna take a short break but we'll be right back with more comes a time stick around Isn't it so cool? Isn't it so cool, OTL, to like, you know, Karina is, we were literally just having a conversation about how it's like, there's fans, like you get fanatical about things, right? Like I get geeky about music, OTL's geeky into wrestling, like, but when you're in your thing, like you guys are geeky about comedy, but I'm in it. So I don't really think like that. You guys are in music. So you don't really think like that. However, Karina, you're still like a geeky music nut. And that's, so is Trey. And that's like such an important thing because like, I want to ask you, like, why is it important to you? Do you think? And for like your growth as a musician to sit in the stands and watch a perfectly meditative moment, like fish and stuff like that. Like, what do you think that does for you as a performer? So much. I mean, for me, like I, you know, and it, it, it is, it's kind of interesting to see because like, you know, there was definitely like Karina from 50, 14 till 20 like you know for for a while there like I wanted to like any night that I wasn't playing or rehearsing I wanted to be seeing live music in a big way but I feel like it's shifted a little bit in a different like I still go and see 
an absolutely gargantuan amount of live music. Don't get me wrong when I can't, you know, let's not, let's not front here, but you know, as opposed to seeing it five nights a week and then playing on the other two, it's more like, you know, yeah. I feel like now that I'm like a, you know, I, I'm really putting an emphasis on my own creativity and my own songwriting, which is very different than being a sideman, you know, and all these things for me, you know, I, I feel like sometimes it's just like, I'd rather stay home and, and practice or write or whatever, than just like be out there sometimes, you know what I mean? So that's actually, that's a growing pain. It's a growing, uh, you know, it's an ongoing thing, but to answer your question, I mean, to go and see people doing their thing is so important to me because it just all, and that's, you know, my ears are wide to a fault, right? Like I'm so obsessed with so, such a wide array of music that like, you know, for me to go to the Vanguard or where I just see Brian Blade and get like so geeked on that. And then yeah, I just saw Queens of the Stone Age the other night, you know, and that was a whole other part of my brain. And I, But it's, but it's yeah. all the same. It's all music, right? And it's just, it all, for me personally, it goes in your synapses and then it gets digested. Yeah. And then when you write mm -hmm. and when you perform, it just gets filtered through your unique you-ness. Yeah. And it just adds breadth to your whole thing I feel like you know and I've, I don't know I've always felt that way and I've always just been so like you know it 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 fuels the inspiration tank you know what I mean it's a real it's a real thing and the the fish shows definitely did that but like you know I, it's it's amazing you know you can see so and of course living you know growing up in Manhattan you there there's just so much going on you could see the craziest jazz any night of the week Yep. If you want, you know what I mean? You can see so much and yeah. everybody obviously tours through here. So it's just like, you know, we have so many venues and so much, it's, it's a plethora of riches. So really to be is. so obsessed with it from such a young age is just like, for me, fantastic. And it's only, it's only continued. And, uh, and now, like I said, it's taking on a bit of a different form in the sense of like, I used to really just be like, I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta be there. I gotta be there. I gotta be there. And now it's a little more like, oh no, I'm in the studio that night. I'm rehearsing that night. You know what I mean? Like I definitely like old Karina would have like, you know, been more inclined to cancel a rehearsal to go see a band. And now it's not really <laughs> yeah. my thing. That's but that's energy management too, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. Big time. Yeah. Big you can't time. do it all. If you, if you want to accomplish this, you're going to set, you're going to pay a price if you want to do both things. So then yeah. the writing's going to suffer, you know, like you can, there's only so many hours in a day. That's I real, but I do think real. it's a that's a real strength of American music is that gumbo part of it, because sure. there's so many influences and parts of your brain that go in, and then you don't have to worry about it. It's all going to come back out somehow. The way it's supposed to. It gives to. us just like, yeah. Yeah, but I think in America it's a, a little unique. I mean, now in the internet age, it's everywhere. Sure. But if you think about like. A long time ago there was just a lot of gumbo getting mixed up hell yeah you know yeah. super true you know it's so cool. funny that you say that too because like karina i had that moment as a comic where i kind of had to be like uh i have to work now when i used to play you know what i mean like i spent my whole life yeah. following fish around i spent my whole life going to concerts at anywhere i could like during the hiatus i went to like learned about a million different other bands and always on the road going to shows and stuff. And then I had my own shows and then it's like fish plays 13 nights at the garden. 
but I got gigs, you know, like, so I'm like, shit, yeah. what do I do? Yeah. I can't go to all of them, you know? <laughs> and it's just such a weird thing, but you do kind of have to be like, all right, like I got to work too. So it's definitely a weird thing, but that it makes me appreciate the ones I get to go to that much more now, you know, where it's like, totally. I'm actually like everybody me shut too. up. Like me I'm not too. here to, you know, yeah. I want to, I want to listen. Yeah. Definitely. Stop the, yeah. <laughs> and that's what's no. amazing is that you actually were off and could see all of them. Like, yeah, when, how, when will that Talking. ever happen again? Probably New never. Probably. New York's the best yeah. for that. That may not happen. New York is the best for that. Even if you had a gig in New York, you still could have maybe potentially pulled that off. Like when I went to Vegas to see the hollow, well, I was in Vegas doing shows at the cellar, but I went to the end of all four fish shows. Like, so wow. I got off stage at the cellar, raced over to the MGM and saw like the last four set, you know, second set of all four nights. But yeah, it's people are like, what are Killer. you doing? And I'm like, like you said, what am I going to go back to my room and watch TV? Like my favorite bands here. It's like, I'm pretty sure I'm going to go catch, uh, you know, set two. Yeah. I don't know yeah, it's, uh, yeah. if you're, if you're into something, I get that. <laughs> I super get that. And yeah, I mean like now the, you know, to your point of like, now I have to work like that's, you know, all, all of this is beautiful, right? Because it should be just a natural progression. And, you know, we're all very lucky to be pursuing the shit that's, I feel like we're all meant to do. Right. And like the stuff that like is the most incredible, like, you know, our craft. Not everybody yeah. is so lucky that they can fucking really do that to this extent. And I'm still like, I thank my lucky stars. Like, you yeah. know, I have to miss if I have to miss anything because I'm doing my thing. That's fucking awesome. You know right. what I mean? Like, that's yeah. incredible. And that's what's happened. Like, you know, the past few like I had to miss like when Fish played the garden in April last year. I missed I went to one of those and then went right on the road right after that. I missed last uh, New Year's run shit that, you know. Yeah. Which we only think of, like, you know, and Trey's like, yeah, like you're playing gigs. Like, come on. Like, it's fucking cool. Like, Gigan. this is what you should be doing. It's real. Yeah. That's real shit. So, no, I'm, I'm into that. And also the, um, the, the, you know, to, to like the self preservation element of it to me. Like, you know, and you just can't, mm. I don't know. Like you're saying, you only have so much energy. You only have so much in the tank. You only have so much that you can give. And like, you know, uh, that's, part of you know trying to protect your energy and protect yourself and your yeah. all all those things so like i don't know yeah. i feel like that definitely has become a part of it for for me more so than when i was young and like and and not i don't know when i it, it was i was you know more just like okay i'm gonna go here and fly here and see this and do that and go here and then i'm gonna have like four hours and then i'll get on the next plane and i'll go that you know what i mean like even if I, it wasn't even work like it was or whatever you know what i mean like maybe some of it was and then i was <laughs> oh, then i'll go see nine inch nails at the bill graham and then and then i'll fly back and make it back in time to play christmas jam all right like we got this you know and i'm like that's just crazy like what's wrong with you um so, well the, okay. you weren't doing drugs you yeah. weren't no. doing drugs and drinking, drinking like a fish so right yeah. so yeah. when you're young and you're not doing all that stuff you do have the energy actually when you're young and you are doing all that stuff you have the energy it yeah. just right? doesn't last as long <laughs> all yeah. of a sudden at like 28 or something it's like Eep! wait a minute oh, no. <laughs> this hangover lasted three days instead of 
you know, just waking up and doing a bong hit and starting yeah, all over again. again. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, Those days are long gone. Yeah, right. So, People but, like figure out just, their uh, ratios and their ability to do things, and right, like all that is so true. It's so true. Yeah. And that's part of that's part of growing up too, man. We're all just growing up here, guys. It's all good. It's all, it's all good. good. <laughs> Embrace it. <laughs> Well, especially for you, I love to see the younger people like getting it. There's so many people I'd see, you know, your age that are like not drinking, not doing, you know, it's just like, they're like, yeah, they looked at us and they were like, yeah, that didn't look like it worked out so good for you guys. Yeah. We'll just skip that part, you know, so I'm glad Ooh. to see you. even with you like being ahead of the game, not doing all that, you're still like, yeah, I got to manage this energy. You only get so much. There's, we have a gas tank no matter what, and you got to keep your eye on it. Definitely. And I feel like just more, in, I mean, you know, for me personally, it's just been like, you know, even in the last year or so, like people like kind of, I don't know, there's people demand so much more of me, you know what I mean? And like come, you know, you have to really kind of kind of put your guardrails up a little bit in terms of who you let in and who you let, yeah. you know, kind of take yeah. you for, you know, and, and people who want to be your friend, but they're not your friend and they want something. I don't know, like very interesting, yeah. weird stuff, like kind of on that level where you're just well, like, Whoa, especially like now, like yeah. when, when you have a, on your album, it says Trey co-produced it. It just changes every, you know, it changes yeah. everything, you know, a whole people other... are going to be like <laughs> yeah. trying to hook into you. You know, Which they have been for years. You know, because I, I, I want to get a, a hat whole... and a t-shirt that says no. <laughs> Just say no. Like, ooh, you know, maybe buy yourself no. some time. Aye, aye, aye. It, it, it's interesting, too, because it's like, you know, you get so excited about all these people wanting you and all of that. And then, like you said, like you kind of almost have to like put up those walls or let one in and one out and all that stuff. I've had friends that have had, like, I'm watching my, some of my colleagues and friends have like skyrocketing success, you know, sure. and they sell out radio city. And before they can even get excited about selling out radio city, they're like, you sold it out so quick. We got to put the theater at MSG up now. Like we have to do it now, like get on and promote and promote. And it's like, can I just enjoy that I just sold out Radio City? Like, can I have a beat? You know, right. and it's just like, is it ever enough? You know, and and that thing is terrifying. No, it's not. Yeah, it's uh, uh, uh more money, more problems. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, success challenges success challenges way more people than uh, defeat yeah. or failure. Failure is easy. Yeah, sure. Or you even know? the road to success. But you know, like you look back on that and but when it really it nostalgically. Hits. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, man. <laughs> you look back on those like salad days like, boy, I wish I had that again. Nobody gave a shit where I was or you know what I mean? You think about right. that with Jerry. I think about that with Garcia a ton where it's just like he totally that anti-hero, like no interest in fame. But he's just kind of like pulling it together for some like morning interview. And he's like, oh, geez, you know, I'm not a god. I'm just a adequate guitar player like just try like it's no wonder he never got to leave his hotel room and all that other shit you know so it's tough man it's so uh, tough it's bananas it's bananas but, uh, there's no. no uh all you can do is look at other people and how it uh scarred them <laughs> you know? yeah and then you can say okay 
don't don't do it like this. You know, Dolly Parton's the only one I've ever heard of. I've told this story before on a podcast, but they were interviewing her uh, people that had worked with her. And they had done a movie, they were on a movie set that was just excruciatingly hot. They're just, I don't know where they were filming in the desert or whatever. And she was just chipper the whole time. And they're like, how are you in such a freaking good mood? She's like, well, since I was a kid, I always wanted to be famous. And now I am. And so this is it. And I'm happy yeah, with it. Dude. I thought that was the most zen acceptance. Like, wow. It's like, yeah, Dolly, get it, Dolly. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. And it, you know, there's, you know, when people are, I don't know, they're it's like at my stage and phase and whatever, you know, everybody's like, well, you know, what, you know, in five years, where do you, whatever. And like, what are your goals and like shit like that. And I'm just like, all I want is to keep doing it. Right. That's it. Don't That's it. fucking, I have no interest in any of these like specific quote unquote milestone series it's a series of false peaks you know what i mean where it's just like no 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 all Mm -hmm. i'm a i'm like a gambler who wants to stay at the table you know what i mean whatever that means just keep playing that doesn't mean this many tickets sold in this city and this many right like none of that shit matters to me as long as i can just keep doing it so but then it's a catch-22 right because it's like yeah yeah, amount of success to be able to keep doing it right so it's like okay that's complicated but um but you know, but, but somehow in a weird way, Karina, that right there, that realization is success. Like that it, it to is. me, you know what I mean? Like I see that, that as like, it. yeah, like you know what you want to do and how to do it because you've been doing it and it's just what you're doing. And it's that simple. You know, the idea that you see the peaks as false, you're a million miles ahead of so many people. You know what I mean? Like, right. It's, you know what I'm saying, Oteil? It's like that thing of just. Yeah. Like, I mean, when I started, all I wanted to do was not have to work a regular job. Right. I was like, if right. I can make enough to not get in traffic, I have made it. And so Amen. all the rest is past then. It's just been gravy. Yep. And I think that's the way to do it. It's like George Clinton says, the funk is its own reward. It's like, if I'm Ooh. playing funk, I am winning. No matter right. where, <laughs> if the funk is happening through me right now, we win. Thumbs I up. Win, or, you know, hopefully. Yeah. So A hundred percent. And you win and other people win by virtue of you loving it. And then it's a, you know, this kind of energy exchange of you're so stoked and they're so stoked. And that's just what it's all about to me. Like that's fine. Yes. And that can be for 200 people and uh, it could be for 50,000 people and it could be for 10 people. Like it doesn't. You know what I mean? Like that, that it's the energy that's exchange, what brings, and the, you know, right. Yeah. Right. That's what brings the, the thousands of people. Like <laughs> I always I tell students and stuff. I'm like, I've always played for inspiration when I'm not having fun anymore. I quit. So if you just are always happy and inspired, all the rest will follow the people, <laughs> the money, the blah, 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 you know, Oh, the accolades, but none of that really is matters. What matters is that inspiration and then it gets shared and then we all win. Boom. Yeah. Yep. I love that. I literally said that. Exa- I literally said that in an interview like yesterday where it's, I, mean, I said like, you know, when it's not fun anymore, I, I, I'm done. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, which is, I really believe yeah. that, you know, cause to me, I just the actual enjoyment of doing it and the process of, you know, and, and, and whatever, that's, that's where I get my rocks off. That's what I love. You know what I mean? It's just like the, 
playing, the writing, the good moments with good people. You know what I mean? The, you know, working yeah. towards a common goal with people you're fucking stoked to be working with, you know, all of those things. And then bringing yeah. it to a crowd and having those things like if that ever becomes, you know, my favorite, not fun, it's done. Please continue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I was just saying, but the, my favorite part now, the older I get is rehearsal. Oh, sick. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. You know, because totally. it's just like we're working on stuff and it's like, oh man, and you find something and you're like, oh, when we hit them with that, it's going to be great. And things just happen. And I like finding that that's my favorite part now of the whole process is yeah. everybody cool. flies in and we all get, we're rehearsing, like, all right. What are we, it's you like know? you're preparing the magic trick. It's like love you're getting that. ready and you're going, like, they're going to, they're going to flip when they see this. Right. And that anticipation, that good anxiety yeah. that leads up to the, the rabbit comes out of the hat. And then it's like, whoa. You and you're like, oh, it. can oh, we good. stick the landing? We're going to segue <laughs> from this to this to this. And they're going to go nuts. And it's like going through the obstacle course. And then when yeah. you stick the landing, you're like, yeah, we knew it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good to hear. I love hearing that from you. You know what I mean? Because it's just like, you know, you've been doing it way longer than me. And I've just looked up to you for so long and just so like in such a, a you know, a deep way from, you know, so long ago, you know, or and and you know, to see you now fucking getting stoked about the same shit that I'm stoked on in these like little micro ways and then bringing it to the fucking people. It's so cool, dude. I love that. I really love that. It's uh, it's a beautiful thing. It really is. I mean, you know, it never, it's, it's, it's always fun, right? I don't know. Even when it's shitty, it's fun. Like, you know, like, to, you know, travel. Uh, not, not to everybody. And no, I know. Not to I everybody, know. man. Not I, to sometimes everybody. I'm like, wow, how do you do this? And you're just having so little fun. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it is they don't go together, to right? I'm like, how do you actually do that? You oh, know? It sounds terrible. Playing like, really mad. Oh, I'd rather get a job, I think. You know what I mean? Like, I don't <laughs> exactly. know. At that point, wouldn't you rather exactly. have, like, some stability in your life? Like, Jesus Christ. Like, why? You used to be like, miserable fuck? at that, too, you know? So you might as well, yeah. Have, some, yeah, might as well have a 401k to... Fuck, I know. Exactly. Like, fuck, guys, yeah. like, good. If, <laughs> you could just, like, you know, be, like, a, a anything. I don't know. Like, fucking, if there, we're going to get... Yeah. I don't know. There's definitely times like, you know, whatever you're on the road or what, you know, you have like a moment of kind of like, ugh, because like what we sometimes live in your dream could be a nightmare, right? Mm -hmm. We can all admit. So down. And then and then. But what I've had to remind myself is like, remember having that sales job and having to like make phone calls or having to hit a quota or having to wear a suit or having to cut lawns and blistering heat and getting stung by beat like that shit to me is kind of like the okay yeah you might be at a delay at the airport but you're going to fucking tell jokes dude like you're doing it you're, you're doing in, you're it. in air conditioning you're in an air conditioned <laughs> yeah, airport right, hanging out with yeah. food all around you right and money right. in your pocket yeah, you know, like, yeah things that's are the one okay. that gets me when i'm like i was i was really just like in my whatever jaded not grateful or ungrateful, whatever, you know, you're riding down the tour bus and you're just like looking out the window and whoever's arguing and whatever the bullshit is going on, you know, and you're just like, and then you see these guys and you're on summer tour and it's like 115 degrees outside and they're with a jackhammer going, and you're like, 
yeah, never mind. I'll just yep. go light my bowl on the back of this million dollar tour bus <laughs> and get it, over it. <laughs> you know, right? Seinfeld, Seinfeld said that in the documentary <laughs> Comedian. He said that too. He goes outside and looks at the guys doing like asphalt on the street. And it's like, they don't want to do that, but they have to. And they're oh there and they're doing it. So I can't go inside and write. If of you could tell you know. them what your, what your problem is and they'd be like, and yes, the problem switch. is <laughs> yeah. right. And they it's go. by the way, it's not, you know, I, it's not like I think what, what I do is more or less illustrious than what anybody else does. You know what I mean? Like, but it's just, oh. I, I recognize that it's so, you know, this is not given to, to everyone who works at a craft, you know what no. I mean? People work tirelessly at a craft and are unable to do it to sustain their life. You know what I mean? And it's, and, and whatever. So like, yeah if you work tirelessly at a craft and you're given like this little kernel of like, Oh shit, like this is, you know, these opportunities keep coming. And if I keep doing this, then maybe more of them will come and Whoa, like that's fucking incredible, you know? And that's just like, I don't know for yeah. me, it just keeps you, keeps you inspired and keeps you going <laughs> just cause that's like amazing. Yeah. You know? yeah. We're going to take a short break, but we'll be right back with more comes a time. Stick around. I remember having this one moment. We were at Bonnaroo with the Allman Brothers. And you know, that was at that point, that was the biggest crowd I'd ever played for was 80,000 people. Holy shit. And actually it might still be to this day. I gotta think about that. Anyway, I, it, it was like raining and mud. And I think tour buses had gotten trapped in there the night before. And I'm in like 115 degree porta potty or something. And I'm just like, and it's all just mud and you hope, you know, <laughs> ex excrement. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I'm just sitting there and I'm sweating and sweat's dripping off my butt into the <laughs> nasty dark green. thing. And I was just like, this sucks, man. And then I was thinking like, you know, Dave Matthews is same porta potty. Like, you know, this is it. And now yeah. I look back on it. When I look back on that, I'm going, yeah, that's you still making sacrifices to do what you love. Yeah. Yep. Porta yep. potties are still a big part of your life. Join the club. Yeah. Cry yeah. on right. Taj Mahal's shoulder about it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember like, reading Yorma's <laughs> biography when Yorma, you get to this one part of Yorma's biography and he goes, and then this crazy new thing was invented called a tour bus. <laughs> Oh, my God. oh yeah, he toured all these years with no bus in like a van or whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Oh my God, it's so crazy. It's so thing. ridiculous. Yeah, that, no, it, right? In Seinfeld's documentary, comedian, he tells a story to a younger comic about. Uh, did you ever see that, Karina? Comedian? You know, I, I'm, I'm like, I think I did, and I feel like I did a while ago. But please, you know, tell me the story it's and the see if it shoots back into my brain hole. <laughs> it, so uh, I think he said maybe Glenn Miller and, and his orchestra were flying to a gig in the winter and they had to make an emergency landing and they landed in a big field of snow and they had to walk to the gig. So they pick up their instruments and they're dressed in their suits and their, you know, dress shoes and they're trudging through the mud and the snow and they're all wet and 
their instruments are heavy and they're carrying everything to the gig. And then they come to a house and the house has like all the lights are on and the family's at the dining room table. And there's a wisp of smoke coming out of the chimney. And it's like this Norman Rockwell scene and all the musicians are like gross and sweaty and covered in mud. And they look in the window and they look at each other and they go, who can live like that? <laughs> it was just this idea of like that perfect family life. It just to them seemed like so foreign and repulsive, you know, and it's like, they'd rather be walking through the mud to get to the gig than to, you know, <laughs> have a turkey. Like, who can table. live like this? Who can uh, live like this? Crazy. It's so disgusting so to them, you know? Oh my God. See, they're born but... carnies, man. Yeah, born dude. carnies. That's yep. us. I always thought that was so interesting. The wet white gypsies. That's it. That's oh, it. Oh yeah. Definitely. It's so interesting. It's so funny. I'm at a I'm at an interesting uh, point right now with stand up where I just recorded an album, a special, and I kind of feel like I emptied the tank. I'm out of stuff. Like I've got, I'm starting over. Right. I mean, I'm not I'm not, I'm not out of stuff, but you know what I mean. Like I, I'm I'm all my tried and true, my openers, my closers, my when the crowd would start to get a little tired, I knew what to get used to pick them back up. Once I put that shit out, it's done. You know what I mean? Right. I can't use it anymore. So I'm trying new yeah. jokes, trying new jokes, kind of hating everything. A couple things are a little okay. I want to ask you, both of you, you know, you put out something, right? Karina, you just put out an album. Where are you when that happens? Like when you've put out the, you know, the album and maybe you could still go play those tunes. It's the difference between like comedy and music, I guess. But like, with, with writing new stuff, like does putting out an album mean like, shit, I got to get back to like pen to paper and start getting more stuff in the hopper, you know? Oh yeah. I'll go first. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's, uh, I, I mean, I've been, I've been writing this entire time in a huge way in the sense of like knowing very, and the album comes out on Friday. Right. So we have, uh, you know, we have a yeah. few more days until, until it actually, actually actually comes and of course there's been like this huge lead up of like press and interviews and stuff and what like pre-orders and pre-saving and all this craziness and and whatever but you know not to bring it back to trey but i will bring it back to trey he he told him great so he's like you know he's obviously obsessed with continuing like or right. like you know urging me to continue just you know you have yes. to be working on your second one before your first one comes out, you know yes, what I mean? And whatever. Yes, and I'm yes. like, Oh, absolutely. Which I, I subscribe to that. And he said, he said the funniest thing where he was just like, you know, cause he's like, no matter who you are and no matter what you like, what level, blah, blah, blah. It's like, you know, the day your record comes out, everybody is going to call going, Oh my God, congratulations. Your record came out and you're going to be like, yeah, my record came out. Oh my God. Thank you. And then the next day you're going to go, Hey, my record came out and your friend's going to say, my aunt is flying to Portugal. And you're going to be like, <laughs> well, my record came out. And they're like, yeah, yeah, that was yesterday, but my aunt is flying to Portugal today. And you're going to be like, uh, okay. Yesterday's <laughs> news like, that fast. <laughs> that fast. <laughs> Which just cracked me up. And of course that's a, you know, that's an extreme image of, of the vibe, but like, just that, like, you know, you build up, you build up, you build up and then it's out and then hopefully things continue to happen and, and whatever. But um, no, I definitely, I, I mean, and especially in this day and age that we're living in, like, and this very much, uh, you know, quickly consumed media and all this shit. Right. It's just yeah. like, you just have to feed the system and keep things going. And of course, but that's, 
you know, if you're a songwriter, it's inspiring, if you will, you know what I mean? Not because you feel, I don't know, like it's obviously doesn't feel good to feel rushed, but it definitely feels like, okay, here we go. We got something coming down the pike comes out on August 18th. We know this. So what can I do now when I'm not touring or when I am touring, but really when I'm touring, I'm focused on the show and the getting through at each day and where are we going and where are we sleeping and where are we eating and what's going on, you know, but when I'm home, like, no, for the past long time, I've definitely been very, very much like, okay, what's next and, and what, you know, in terms of the songwriting and, you know, I've also been very inspired by Trey, Trey like conceptualizes a lot of all of the music in terms of the live show. It's like, okay, I need a closer. So I wrote like an antelope. Yes. You know what I mean? And that's what he said. He was like, you know, I needed a closer. So I wrote character zero. You know what I mean? Like I needed another. It's just about filling the slots in the set list. Right. Like this will be good. This and this will be good. And like, you know, and I'm like, talk about being a geek lunatic. Like I'll be at a show. Right. And like, I'll be like, oh, yeah, people are going crazy. Right. Like, what's this BPM? And I like tap out the BPM on my little phone. I'm like, okay. Tomorrow, I'm writing a tune at 1.32. You know what I mean? Like, or whatever. <laughs> Talk about being a fucking idiot lunatic. But That's yeah, so you know, great, it's though. Yeah. part of the vibe. It's part of the vibe. So, so yes, to answer your question in a long-winded fashion, which I did, always be writing, always press record. <laughs> always press record. <laughs> oh, deal? <laughs> you know what the funny thing is? I, I haven't written anything new in about five years. <laughs> <laughs> but you know i mean you know, when i had uh, nigel really, yeah. Yeah, please. It's, it's all it's just about like uh balancing stuff out like you know i have yeah. hard drives here full in fact when we moved we moved from atlanta and i had a recording studio we finished the basement and that's the first time i had to like sit in my own basement from midnight till six in the morning no kids or eight in the morning or whatever just 24 seven, just write, 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 write. I've recorded all these different things, a banjo record, all this funk stuff. Then I have different categories, blues, Java. And then we moved. Now we moved down here. We had no space, but now Nigel's like two, three, four. Now he's eight. When we moved in this last house, I got all these hard drives and me and Jimmy Rector, um, start copied them. Well, after I copied them, I started listening to all this stuff, man, I have so much stuff. I was a busy beaver. Like if I just recorded and put out what I already did, like, you know, like in a big studio, it'd take me um, the next 10, 15 years. So I did a lot, you know, so for me, it's like seasonal. Like I, I write when I'm inspired and or when I'm working or practice when I'm inspired. Or find sure. something new and then all of a sudden it drags me down. And I'm sure like actually right now talking to you, Karina, I'm like, yeah, I need to write some new stuff. So I'm probably going to end up going down the rabbit hole now. <laughs> That's my guy. That's my guy. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, yeah. it's like it's a, the tide is maybe the tide's coming back in. <laughs> it's I take love me that. Out again. I think about I mean- that. That's you said right, you said something. I'm sorry. So quick. But you, you said something about even like Trey going like I need to closer. I need an opener. I need a closer. I thought about that so much at these shows at MSG where, and I've been thinking about it since I've been going yeah. back and listening to them. And I'm like, they open with closers. They close with openers. They have this sort of like, you know, 
a show can open with squirming coil one show and close the set with it the next. And it's just this like, but there are songs that are the, all right, this is closing it out with a bang, you know, and he knows it and we know it. And it's like, thanks for that. You know what I mean? Like, Right. Thanks for yeah. giving us like the bookmark yeah. at the end of the chapter. And like that, it's so Absolutely. smart. It's so smart. It's an interesting way to, to come from that, it. Yeah. You know, yeah. he said that you have to their best. They remember the first impression and the last. I mean, he was like extreme about it. He's like, you could screw the rest of the whole thing. But if you blast them then with the first impression and you leave them with the last thing. And then I do it by tempo after that. Mm. Because I'm like, I don't want to stay at the same tempo all the time. I want it to rise and fall. Yeah, you want a heartbeat. So it's yeah. like, yeah, I want a ballad after four songs. Like, hey, man, give me a breather. Sure. You know? Especially when songs can be very long. Yeah. Or some songs I'm like, well, this starts out as a ballad, but we know in that jam it's going to kick into a 6-8 maybe, or it's going to go out somewhere and pick up. Yeah. So that's how I, I – one of the more loosely formulaic things that I do, like – Opener, closer, which, like you say, could be the same thing. Sure. It's your best tunes to open with. And then I'm going to deal with the rise and fall, the tempo, and then keys. No one stay a D for too long, A for too Totally. Or if we could segue, like, then I'm going to do three and A in a row because then I could segue them. Or, do a little of that, it's yeah. Fun. Yeah, it's just fun if you to play with how you're going to take people on a ride. Yeah. Definitely like building oh a my new God. Cult, yeah. a new roller coaster every night, you know. Totally, no, that's amazing, and that's uh, you know, it's definitely something I fixate on, and like sometimes, like for me, like there, I have a couple and great tunes that I love or whatever that are, you know, and my catalog is small now, right? We just first record comes out on Friday, right? We don't have a ton of tunes, <laughs> <laughs> um, but that could I be say, not repeating songs. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So I'm like. Yeah, I, like if there's a tune that's like slower than most of them, right? Like that can be really hard for me to place, you know? And sometimes I'm like, okay, like that guy, mm-hmm. fucking great song. We kind of need to start with it because if we place it in the midst, it's this big energy drop. And that, I like the rising and the falling. And actually, you know, again, this this show we played in Westport on Friday was like definitely things went up, things went down in this really graceful way, I thought. And it was very well kind of orchestrated in that regard where it wasn't like relentless, 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 relentless. Like there was definitely like (laughs) moments of relentlessness and then more of a breather and then more of an introspective moment. And then, okay, then we bring it back and whatever. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, I, I definitely like generally like to arc things in terms of like, okay, we start here. And for those of you just listening, my hand is placed low and we end here. And my <laughs> hand is placed high for those of you who are simply listening. Uh, you know, it's a simple yet very effective formula. It is wild. And, and, and it's so funny how it translates over to other media, like with stand up, with my special. I, I broke it up an hour into four 15 minute chunks. And three of them mm. flowed seamlessly into one another. And then I had a 15-minute Island of Misfit Toys. And I had wow. no idea <laughs> what to do with it. So I broke up the third and the fourth quarter with that Misfit quarter. So it was like the third quarter. So like, you know, minute 31 to 45, if I were to like map it out, you know? Yeah. But I just had to figure out what do I, instead of like, taking away what do i add a line to the end of the second quarter to lead into the material in the third and then once i'm in there i have to set like an umbrella to kind of like allow myself to kind of 
go off kilter a little bit and then get back in. You know what I mean? So it, it, sure. it's so yeah. funny to think about that. Karina, like how you said, I got to open with this because where does it fit in like the theme of it all? I can't help but look at comedy like music where it's like that. Yeah. It's got to have a flow. I, I, love I envy people that are able to just go up and just rattle off 500 jokes in an hour. I can't right. do it. I can't. It's not my style. Like I have yeah. to. It, it's got to have a current, like a current throughout it, you know, but that was interesting. Yeah, that flow. was really, really difficult to try to figure out. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, and just working in the context of you, you only, you only have what you have, you know what that's I mean? It. Like you can't, so that's why like the writing yeah. is so important because right. you're only working within a certain framework. You're not going to be like, Oh, well, let me just do this. Yeah. Cause that'll work. It's like, well, no, well, yes, but what, but what is that? Like you have what you have and you have to do with what you have, what you will. That's it. I think that just summarized art right there. <laughs> I just feel like that's, uh, Give that's your money, wise, kids. Man. And like, there you go. And there you like, go. Put that on my tombstone. Put that oh, on my man. tombstone. You must yeah, be yeah, so yeah. stoked for this album to come out. I'm so happy for you. Oh, thanks. Pal. I am. Too. I'm like, literally, it's been it's been such a long time coming. I'm just like, let's let's I'm so ready to, you know, let these tunes have lives of their own and not, you know, hold them close to the chest anymore. And yeah. I'm so ready to just let them go. Best thing ever. <laughs> Best thing ever. Oh, my God. Well, thanks, be well man. until then. And thanks for a great chat. You Amazing. too. Thanks for brightening my day. We'll see you soon. Ah, you too. Take care, Later, pal. dude. Later. Pantheon Media presents Comes a Time featuring Mike Fenoya and Oteil Burbridge. Executive produced by Christian Swain and Peter Ferrioli. Produced and edited by Eric Limarenko and Stu Silverman. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Comes a Time with Mike Fenoya and Oteil Burbridge. Be sure to follow the pod on social media, YouTube, and if you're jonesing for bonus episodes and exclusive content, go to patreon.com forward slash comes a time pod and get on the bus. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.